I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones. Before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling. As you take a deep breath in, take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gata Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gata Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. I have a question for you for this episode. Do you cringe every time you open your closet? Or when you sit in your workspace, do you get overwhelmed and distracted by all the clutter and mess before you can even do anything productive? Disorganized closets and clutter have more negative effects on your life than you might imagine. There are the obvious reasons, such as it causes you stress and it wastes your time. But Let's dig a little deeper as to why you've been living in mess, what those clutter and messes even mean, what the deeper effects are, and how we can fix that. Let me just start by saying this decluttering, both physically and mentally, won't happen over a weekend, guys. Okay, It will take a lot of self-awareness, consistency, and commitment, but it is definitely doable. Maybe you've watched Marie Kondo, or you've read the book, or you've just heard about her, and you did let go of some things that no longer spark joy. And three months later, you find yourself in the same messy closet and even more clutter than you ever had before. Identifying the problems is the first step to really organizing your closet and changing your life. Our homes, our environment is a reflection of our minds. It is a so-called feedback loop of mental and physical mess, so to speak. And we're here to give you the proper tools to end that loop. Author Trisha Morris said, When there is clutter in your home, there will be clutter in you, physically, mentally, emotionally. On this episode, we're talking to certified KonMari consultant. So grateful and honored to have her on the show, Christine Ditschau. She'll be talking about how to organize your closet and, in effect, change your life. Hi, Christine. Hi, Kara. Good to see you. So good to see you. Thank you so much for making time. I know you're busy and I'm so, so grateful to have you on the show. How have you been? Good, actually. So uh, the boys, my kids started school. So 
that's something new after the long school break, at least now, you know, uh, peace and quiet at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great to hear. Um, that one and only time I got to work with you, we were kind of given a preview of, you know, a little bit of your home, your kitchen, to be uh-huh. specific. And I was like so amazed at how everything just looked like they were in the right place. I've always dreamed of... <laughs> Of decluttering. I did, you know, I moved into this place I'm in now uh, just last year. And I was so excited to like, now I'm moving to a different place. I can let go of some things. I have a new closet with like special shelves. One year into it, ang gulo-gulo na naman. <laughs> okay, I want to start by asking you this question. What does clutter and mess usually really say about us? For example, clutter of things that mostly aren't yours. Mm-hmm. Clutter of new, unused things, hoarding, clutter of unused things, old, unused things, and the clutter of the things you really like but never use. Okay, so they say clutter is actually delayed decisions. You're not making the right decision at the moment to say let go, to to keep, to donate, to discard, the right? So it's, it's a way of actually telling you that, hey, you better start doing something about these things. Make the decision now what to do with them. And another thing naman, why clutter is something um, it represents is, one is you're attached to the past. You can't let go of things. There's, you know, of course, that's normal because things have sentimental value. But sometimes you hold on to things out of guilt and out of fear, which is not something you want to do. And so you have to learn to connect to the feeling. Oh, how do I feel about this thing? Is it really, I love, love, love it? Or I feel guilty because it was a gift from whoever, but you don't really like it. So yeah, that's a factor. And another is you're fearful of the future. Like you can't let go because, you know, one day I might need it. What if I regret about giving this away? So you cling on to it, even if you haven't really used it the last 10 years. So that's a factor. And one more thing that, you know, clutter represents is just the fact that you don't have a technique for tidying. Simple as that. Because it's something that's never taught in school. You're lucky if you have a parent who's like maayos and ma- organized. But if they don't know how to tidy and they don't know how to teach you to tidy, then naturally we're going to be like, where do I even begin? So even if you read all these books and you try to, you know, integrate some tips from magazines. If you're not immersed in the right technique, it mm-hmm. can be a struggle. It can be a struggle decluttering. Oh my gosh. All of the above ako sa mga sinabi mo And also, because I was raised by two women, my grandmother. I was raised by my grandmother and through my formative years. And she mm-hmm. was major hoarder. And super gets kuyon, and now I see it in myself. Like, you know, I buy, for example, four rolls of tissue. And I'm like, I need 30 because baka maubusan. Meron akong lima of the same shirts. Alam mo yon, it's like just hoarding, I guess for me, gives me comfort that in case magka end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But, you know, it, it served me during the pandemic because I was living alone. Yeah. During the lockdown, I hoarded so many things. You know, I was like, Buti na hoarder ako. But after all that, you know, now it speaks to me everything that you said. The fear of the future, the uncertainty, mm-hmm. ba? And also, very sentimental, afraid of letting go of the past. Oh, this was... This shirt, I was I was wearing this at a time that I was so happy. Maybe if I wear it again sometime, I'll be happy. Mga ganon. But also, 
what struck me most was that when you said if you didn't grow up to it, if it wasn't mm. taught to you, di ba, essential skill nga siya eh. Parang finances, yes. di ba? Dapat yeah, siya yeah. sa school. It's a life skill. It's a life skill. Was it, did you grow up in a household of tidy people or is it something you also had to learn? Uh, my mom was tidy, but to an extreme, like she would just give stuff away without letting me know. And so I guess my <laughs> coping mechanism was like, I have to hold on to these things because I have to hide them because my mom might throw them away. So there's oh. psychology talaga to clutter, diba? Sometimes yeah. you react a, a, a different way, totally, parang the exact opposite, extreme opposite of how a person teaches you things, diba? Or shows Mm-mm. you by example. So, in my case, my mom was tidy, my dad was tidy, but because nga, they were like, let it go, let it go. So, I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't, I, I'm, I'm still not ready. So, parang ganon. So, by the time I, I uh, got married, I was okay pa with, you know, our stuff, but as the kids arrived, dyan na yung pumapasak yung, oh, I can't let go. This was what they wore when they went out of the hospital. Oh. Yung mga ganun thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's when things like really started accumulating and I didn't know what to do because I wasn't the type na to let go of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't like my mom or my dad na hindi sila sentimental. They're like, let go, let go. So, I was clinging on to things. And it got so, ganyan. Para you were saying that when you open your closet, there's anxiety because something might fall on your head. Was that bad? <laughs> <laughs> it was super bad. Like I can't like to close my closet. I had to, like push it, or if I needed oh some, something, diba, You have to like push the hangers here and then here, but I can just get something. So it was really bad. And alam mo parang. I tried so many things, like, you know, whatever magazine said, oh, you buy this, and you install shelving, ganyan. But because I just had a lot of stuff, but mm. even if I bought more or, like, have a bigger table or bought more bins, parang it didn't really do anything. So it was only when I read Marie Kondo's book, and at that time, I was, like, willing to try anything. And her her method is kind of different, huh? because she's Japanese, and they believe in um, their uh, religion is, like, Shintoist. So the philosophy is everything has a consciousness, even a rock has a consciousness. And so when you say goodbye to your things, you have to like touch it and say thank you, thank you for serving. So parang, parang, you know, it was spiritual, but it was also kind of weird. But at that mm-hmm. point, I was like willing to try anything and it worked. It was like super life-changing talaga. Like the book said, the life-changing magic. I really felt the shift in the energy of my closet because when I opened it, parang, I can breathe. And there's no mm-hmm. fear of something falling on your head. And I knew where everything was. And the great thing was I could sustain it. I could maintain it. It wasn't like good for the first week. It was, wow, wow. Parang okay na siya. And if I add something, it still looks okay. And so parang I said, there's really something to this method. Yeah, kinilabutan ako when you were when you were talking about it. Shintoism, no, is yes. is the term you saying. You know, that's also what I mean. That's also what got me hooked on it. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's it's really also at the bottom of it all is the change of your mindset, eh? Diba? Yes. No matter what you try to do, like buy all these bins, all these things to help you organize. Wala talaga if your mindset is still the same. Fear of the exactly. future, fear of mauubusan, fear of mawawalan, fear of makakalimutan ko to if I let it go. But I guess if you put in the thank gratitude, thank you yes. for serving me, diba? Yes. 
I guess that really also helps. Thank you so much for sharing that. I can't, I can't wait to, to get a little bit deeper um, in this conversation. No? But my next question to you is, ano ba yung mga effects? Apart from anxiety of things falling <laughs> every time you open your closet, what are the effects of living in a messy and cluttered environment? Okay, I didn't realize this until it was laid out in the book, but there is a cost to clutter. So we always think, oh, sayang, I don't want to let go because this is you know valuable. It has something, diba? it has meaning to me or it's worth something. But actually, holding on to things costs us. One is storage space. Some people actually rent storage units diba? for like 10000 a month or let's say 3000 a month, but still it adds up and if you, you count it, diba, parang you're spending 36000 to house something you don't even use. So that's yeah. one thing. It's costing you. So if you are keeping all this kalat in your home, you're actually parang storage. You're my opportunity Wasting cost. storage space. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my opportunity cost. It's like if you send it out, you're paying someone. But why are you keeping it? You should be paid for keeping those things in your home, diba? But now, uh-huh. no, you're, you're, it's there and it's costing you not just precious space but time because you're looking for lost things like i know i have this but i can't remember ah, where i put yes. it diba? there's that you're and sometimes you can't work so you productivity mo you're wasting time just you know procrastinating because you concentrate because of your clutter yeah then it's costing you money because again i know i have this but i can't find it i'll just buy na lang and then yeah. the next thing you know after you buy, you open a cabinet and behind everything was like five rolls of tissue paper. <laughs> so you're wasting money because you already have something. It's there in the house. But yeah, you go out, you waste time. Either you step out of the house, you pay for parking, for gas, whatever. It's costing you. But the thing is, you already have it at home. You just can't find it. So that's one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another is physical and mental well-being. There really is a direct link. And studies have shown the UCLA, University of Minnesota, Princeton, all these schools, they have found a direct link between clutter and stress, depression, anxiety, productivity. So it's something you can't deny. It's something that sometimes we can't really relate. Why am I feeling so sad? I'm just at home. Guys, Look at your clutter. Are you surrounded by clutter? <laughs> because maybe that's what's making you depressed, diba? Like seeing all these old things that didn't even belong to you, diba? Mm-hmm. But it's taking up space. Because sometimes, diba? I mean, it sounds woo-woo, but things have energy talaga. And if I it agree. looks so depressing, and it looks, the energy is so heavy, and it's in your vicinity of space, syempre somehow, diba? It's gonna like drag you down. So, yun. Yeah. And like I mentioned, yun nga, the precious space, kasi some people, especially during the pandemic, they want a music room or a workout room, diba? Or mm. yun, just home, uh, home space, home office space. But they can't use it because it's a bodega or it's, diba? It's where all the things that have no place go home to die. <laughs> <laughs> It's taking up space, but that could be something that's bringing you joy. Like, example, if you love drinking coffee in the morning, that bodega or that cabinet or corner in your kitchen where you hoard all the unused appliances, actually, you can fix that up with a coffee machine, your favorite mugs, and the energy is so different already. And you're depriving yourself of that joy. <laughs> check, check, check na naman ako sa lahat ng sinabi mo. No, but that's so true, no? Tama ka rin dun sa mga old things. For example, if you're staying in, in your family home, di ba? Yung 
piano na nandun na wala namang gumagamit. Mm. Yes. You know, it also holds energy and sayang nga that space. And you're so right that it really affects your brain and your, I guess, your headspace and your emotions mm. as well. Like for me, you know, if only I could turn my camera around and show you my desk right now, you know, like all my makeup is here, all my my stuff are here. I put it out literally so I can remember it's here. <laughs> and it's like every time I sit here, I have all these to-dos, but there's just so much on my table. Like, oh, oh, it's here. Oh, my glass. Hindi ko pala nahugasan. Ay, yung paper pala. And, and daming distractions. Hindi ako makagalaw yes. sa priorities ko. But so my next question <laughs> is, what can you say about people like myself, so guilty, who justify living in their clutter and calling it their own organized mess? I can, re- I can relate. I mean, that resonates so much with me because that was my excuse before. Like, I know where everything is. It's it looks magulo, but I know where to find things. But really, if you think about it, hindi naman talaga. But that was my excuse. My my message is there is hope. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, don't think no that 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 I mean look at me as like no that's organized mess and now I'm a con- consultant. I'm a culinary consultant. So the shift can be so drastic once you set your mind to it that you can do it and that I'm committed to it. Una-una talaga is the commitment. You want to do it, you'll find time to do it, and you actually do it. Okay, and then ako sa I really want to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm there, I'm there. And thank you so much for like, you know, saying it out loud. It, it means so much to me that you relate it to yourself as well because it makes, you know, it gives me so much hope. Okay, hindi ka lang nakapag-ayos, naging KonMari consultant. Oh. <laughs> Extreme, okay, doable siya. Yeah. Huh, okay, all right. Okay, so there's no such thing as organized mess because at the end of the day, it's still a mess. Okay? It's still a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've lived in with a messy closet, a messy tape, you know, messy workspace, messy house your entire life, I imagine how difficult it must be to even begin organizing and letting go. Yun yun eh, letting go. What is the first step to getting rid of clutter and how can we commit to it? So like I said, the first step really is commitment. And it's finding the time. And for me, don't think, that if I'm going to tidy, hey guys, don't talk to me for one week. That's not going to happen because it's not sustainable to tidy one entire week na hindi ka mapapagod. I suggest be realistic about it. And ideally, just block off three hours of your time. So for example, Saturday. Okay, this Saturday, 
from 8 a.m. to 11 or 8 to 12, depending on how much time you want to devote it. But I see, I, I see naman na in three hours, in all the houses I've helped tidy, three hours can do so much already. It can really free up the space and really see the shift in energy. Yun lang, parang find the time and just do it. And I always suggest do it by categories, which I think we talked about before, diba? you start with your, first your clothes and then your books. And then your miscellaneous, so what's miscellaneous? A paper muna. So clothes, books, paper, then miscellaneous. So miscellaneous is your makeup, um, things in the pantry, toiletries, anything that's, you know, not clothes, books, or paper. Mm-hmm. And then you end with sentimentals last. A lot of people make the mistake na they enter a room and then they're like, okay, where do I start? And then they see a box of old photos and they start rummaging and they're like, oh my God, I don't remember this. I look like this pala. And then you start texting the photos to your friends. And then you didn't tidy. So please leave the sentimental for last. <laughs> so Always start with the easy ones, clothes, yan, books, and then your paper kalat. And then you know, do, do it by category. I promise you, you can do so much. Like in three hours, baka your closet will be fixed. I, in my example, because nga, I kind of had a big closet, mm-hmm. more than three hours, but I was so pumped seeing how everything was clearing up. And oh, this was something I lost. I thought na wala na. And then mm-hmm. I found it again. So parang there's that joy of rediscovering things. I think I, I started tidying after dinner and I finished like 3 a.m. And my husband was like, Gising ka pa? <laughs> it was so, you, the adrenaline rush was there. But like, oh my God, I'm so hyper. I love it because it's, you know, looking so good. So, parang, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, that was an extreme. But in three hours, just enough na yan to, to tidy something like uh, your clothes or your bookcase. And I think that will inspire you to go on further. Like every Saturday, make it a habit until you finish the house. Um, don't think that you're going to finish it in a weekend. It's not realistic. So just give yourself time. And sometimes when you get busy, so don't beat yourself up about it. But it's really a process. Tidying really is a process. Tidying is a process, definitely. And it's a huge mental process <laughs> as well, I can imagine. But I, meron lang akong no, no, no. I have another question for you, but just an, a follow-up to what you were saying. Kasi gusto kong like, pumasok in your shoes, eh, mm-hmm. Like, uh-uh. what is the experience of letting go? Like, like you said, things started, you know, piling up for you when you had your kids. So yung attachment mo dun sa, ay, ito yung baby shoes niya nung ganyan. What did you do with them? Because like for me, I started doing this last week. I was like, okay, because I'm moving to a different city where my mm-hmm. husband is. And, you know, I realized I needed to do this because when every time I go there and I stay there for months, I have less stuff, right? Because all my mm-hmm. things are here in Manila. But when I'm there, selection So here, I, I went through all my clothes. I folded everything, put everything in like two balik bayan boxes. I'm like, I'm going to send it over there and give it away to the people there. The boxes have been here. <laughs> for a week I'm just like ah! so paano like any tips for like letting go of those things so for me what worked was when you let go of something think of who will benefit from the item so like I had a client she had a lot of dance stuff like toe shoes 
two twos, lettered tights, and they were all, you know, maayos pa, not not ratty or anything like that. But I asked her, are you planning to go back to dancing or teach dancing or dance again? And she said, not really, because I have two kids and it's really not my career anymore. But it was taking up like a huge chunk of her closet space. And when she realized, you know what, I can donate all of this to a foundation that teaches dance to street kids. So in the end, she kept one jacket and then she let go of everything else. And I think that helps knowing that it will be enjoyed and loved further by other people rather than gather dust in your home. It helps talaga. And you say thank you to them. Thank you, you served me, you were a part of my life, and now you belong to someone else's life, diba? Parang that kind of helps them with the sustainability issue, diba? Na instead mm-hmm. of people buying new stuff or whatever, if you pass on something that is still beautiful, that can still serve them, you're actually also lessening everyone's carbon footprint. That's true. That's true. And don't we all want that, right? Especially mm-hmm. now also. And, and you know, and we see this in a lot of um, about self-improvement, self-help books. And like, you yeah. know, every time when you feel sad, when you feel lonely, when you feel anxious, it's usually because you're afraid of, right? Like you have no control over what's going to happen yeah. in the future. You're so afraid and you're so consumed by yourself, in yourself. I mean, you're in your thoughts. But yes. when you do something for other people, give something that will give somebody else joy. You're yes. out, going outside of yourself. Ang laking difference then ang magagawa niya in your well-being, no? Yeah. I guess that's also a huge part of that. It's There's a story na about this lady who had a, a rocking chair that was passed on pa from her great-grandmother. And she said it was really something that supported her and all her aunts and uncles and parents when they were babies. And that was where, you know, they were fed as kids. Mm-hmm. And then they had to downsize and move to a smaller place. And she had to let go of that rocking chair. She had a major sentimental value, diba. And she was like getting teary-eyed, um, sending it off. And then the guy who picked it up, parang from a, maybe a charity, said, you're making a lot of moms happy with this chair. And she realized, oh nga, parang I was so attached to it. But if you think about how it will serve others and it will continue its service to other people, then... It lessens the guilt of letting go and it makes you feel good. Na, diba? Rather than store it in the attic and give it to someone who's not going to enjoy it and will think of it as a burden, yeah. you're sending it off to someone who will actually use it and love it. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Kinlabutan na naman ako. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. No, kasi can you imagine, di ba, mabubulok lang yun, di ba, inuupuan, di ba? Yung yeah. mga gamit kapag hindi ginagamit, hindi inuupuan. I guess yung energy nila nag-wither din, eh, di ba? It's neglected, oo. I know. Parang yung mga sapatos mo, di ba, na may crack-crack oh, na. Maka-display yeah. lang dyan. Pero pag ginamit mo, parang nabubuhay siya. Tapos mm. ngayon, like, a lot of other nursing mothers will be able to use that chair. Oh, that's yes. beautiful. Okay, I will keep remembering that every time <laughs> I let go and say thank you to something yeah. sentimental. Thank it for serving me. Thank you so much, uh, Christine. I'm learning so much from you already. I hope our listeners are too. No, and I'm definitely going to be going back to this and, and you know, take down notes. <laughs> so I remember. Because you need to keep reminding yourself. It has to be a habit, no? It's yes. not just a one-time thing. It has to be, tamaka, you just get to set a schedule every Saturday maybe or whatever day mm-hmm. works for you. And however mm-hmm. long it takes for you to fix one certain space. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, just a couple more questions for you. In sure. under a minute, what okay. advice would you give someone who keeps falling back into this feedback loop <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> of mental and physical mess? My advice really is when when you're like stuck in a rut, always think it's a process. It's not from zero to 100. So don't beat yourself up about it. Kaizen method, every little effort will lead to something big. So yun nga, I always say, chop it up. Start with just your clothes. And then next time, if you have a lot of clothes, start with your underwear. It will add up. Uh, the effort will be there. And I always say also, visualize the process. I think that really helps. Going through the process of you, how will my space look like? What will I do as I tidy the space? How will I enjoy the space once it's tidy? It, it will, you know, give you the energy to pursue further. Because once you have this vision, right? like even in corporate, you have this mission, vision statements. And when you have a clear idea of where you want to go, it inspires you. Eh? So I think that helps visualize how it will look like, how you will use that space. What's your dream space going to be look like after everything's out? Na? And Always remember, it's a process. It's not going to be something that's going to happen instantaneously. So be kind to yourself because it is really hard. I have to admit, you know, it's emotional, it's physical, it's mental. It's it's uh, something that if you really want to reap the benefits of tidying, then you also have to be willing to make the sacrifices necessary to enjoy that clean, clutter-free space. Oh, hanggang danon. I love that. Thank you so much. Envision it, I guess, would be the my biggest takeaway for that. No? Pakumbaga, manifesting it, seeing how you want it to be so that everything you do from waking up until the end of, until before you sleep, diba, you're geared towards that, geared towards yes. fixing, you know, this space or this space or ganyan. And also very important, yung be kind to yourself. Because yes. you can get so hard on yourself if feeling mo, oh my god, I, I've been cleaning for three Saturdays and it's still not, I'm still not done, you know. And it's yeah, it feels hard. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be kind to yourself, no. And I mean, hello, Christine here is a huge example of yes, it can be done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it can be done, even with young kids. And tama and oh, thank you for mentioning young kids because it's so important, you know. Especially me, I'm, you know, starting family game. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, is this something I'm going to... Break naman natin yung pattern, di ba? I don't want to pass this on to my children. <laughs> break the generational trauma. Siyempre, <laughs> if they see me messy, if they see me, you know, nang walang place for every little thing, how are they going to learn how to do it? It starts in the home, di ba? Like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So super important to think about how you will also affect other people with, exactly. you know all of this the clutter and mess that you are in so thank you thank you very much christine oh my gosh maraming maraming salamat for you know sharing your time with us mostly and also for sharing your energy and all your um knowledge with us and i'm sure this will definitely help a lot of our listeners myself <laughs> myself mostly but um i have one last question for you something i ask all my guests here mm -hmm. um because, you know, we are going through a lot and given all this mess, literally and figuratively that we're all in, it really t does so much when you just sit down and shout out to the universe what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to ask you what it is that you're grateful for right now in this moment. One thing, two things, ten things completely up to you. Well, I'm grateful that I'm here and I'm talking to young people like you because I, I oh my see God, that... Oh my God, I'm young. Thank you. <laughs> 
you are young. Because <laughs> I find that you know this method really, this decluttering thing, it's a life skill. It's something that will serve you and your family for generations. And you're right; you have to break the pattern. And so that 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 learning how to respect your things, respect other people's things, and respect yourself and your space. It's really a form of self-care in a way. So mm-hmm. thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm able to share my knowledge to the younger generation <laughs> who are <laughs> like you starting a family. Because if we raise, you know, mindful kids, imagine how beautiful the world will be, right? Oh, Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm so, so grateful for you, Christine. I'm grateful for what you do and the energy that you bring out. Please invite our listeners to follow you, get in touch with you. How can they get in touch with you if they need your help? Okay, so I have sparkjoy.ph on Instagram. And then I have a support group on Facebook, SparkJoy Philippines. So anyone who has questions or you just want to show your space or you have, you know, You're like feeling, I don't know what to do with this. Where do I even begin? Just, you know, leave your comment there, leave your photos and people will chime in because everyone there has either tidied successfully or are in the process of tidying and they will really be able to support you in your own tidying journey. Oh, that's wonderful. There's a support group. There's a support group. Guys, we are not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. I look forward to having another amazing conversation with you, Christine. Ciao, everybody. Thank Thank you, you. Kara. Bye. Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.